This episode of Tech News Day is sponsored by Stitch Fix and by Gabby. It's April now, and you know what that means. April Fools! Hey, but do you know what's not an April Fool? New York legalizing that marijuana. Yeah, welcome to the uh, late... Welcome to the club. Welcome to the late 90s hey, in New York. We're glad to have you here. Hey, yeah. enjoy the legal weed. We've been saving that chair over there for you for about 20 years. Welcome yeah. to the table. I can't wait for the new East Coast versus West Coast war, uh, this time with weed. Yeah. Mm. Listen, not New York... Thin crust weed is the best weed. I'll, I'll let New York keep the pizza crown. But uh, if they start telling, trying to pretend that their weed's better than ours, get out of here. We've Shut had up. labs working on this for 30 years. Yeah. Anyways. Anyways. April Fools. Yes. The first day of April being a day where people pull practical jokes on each other. It actually goes back hundreds of years in the Western world. I didn't know this. It's mentioned in, like, the Canterbury Tales. <laughs> but uh, in the Internet age, it's mainly become a day when the brands unveil fake new products with varying degrees of believability. Uh, a year ago... 2020, uh, most of the brands decided to cancel their April Fool's plans in light of the fact that it was just a few weeks into a global <laughs> pandemic that was clearly not going to be going away anytime soon. Uh, Elliot, I believe <laughs> at the time that uh, President Donald Trump said it would all be done by Easter. And that's what happened, isn't it? No. Well, a year, Easter a year later, and we're still not Still done. not going to be done by Easter. Mm -hmm. Easter 2022 is no virus <laughs> left. We were the April Fool's all along. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, yeah, people were not in the mood for pranks last year. No. So fast forward to now and, um, well, the pandemic's still happening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, you know, now there is some sense of an end inside. So the brands, they are prematurely celebrating this year uh, and this return to normalcy with April Fool's pranks that range from genuinely funny to um, stupid and lame. Yeah. Uh, tech and tech-adjacent companies have always been especially into April Fool's, and, of course, this year is no exception. I'm sure you've got non-tech stuff like McDonald's Canada changing the name of the quarter pounder to the ninth kilogrammer. Metric system. Yeah, and Carl's Jr. changing its name to Carl's Jr.'s. Okay. And Paddington Bear claiming he no longer enjoys marmalade, which is a sin. Mm -hmm. uh, Funko teasing a stuck Suez Canal ship. Uh, that They should actually make that because I, I would buy that. I would buy that. Yeah. yeah. But uh, tech companies are always developing and releasing new products and features, so they've got a lot more to work with on April Fool's. Now, usually it's uh, as simple as mocking up some fake product photos, setting up a fake web page, maybe even uh, a video announcement, and then posting it to social media because... When all things are considered, it's marketing for the brand, even if it's a fake product. Yes. Like, hey, you know what? Razor did a great job this year. Let's mm -hmm. look what else, what other real products Razor has, yeah. or any other tech company. Yeah. So, yeah, it's simple. Uh, well, not if you're Volkswagen, mm -hmm. who uh, botched their April Fool's plans in every possible way. Yeah, and the first botch being, why are you doing an April Fool's thing at all? You're Volkswagen. Yeah. Anyway, the first way that Volkswagen screwed up their 2021 April Fool's prank actually happened between the years of 2008 and 2015 <laughs> when they programmed their diesel cars to cheat on emissions tests and hide the fact that they were actually polluting the air way, way, way more than anyone actually knew. It's a prank. <laughs> um, but the governments of the world, they did not appreciate that prank and fined Volkswagen billions and billions of dollars. Some would say the most expensive prank of all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, with that established, if you're Volkswagen, you, you would want to get back in everyone's good graces and atone for your sins by actually developing vehicles that are actually environmentally friendly. Mm -hmm. So, so far, you got they got one electric vehicle coming out soon, the ID4. It's gotten mixed reviews. But <laughs> the Independence Day? Yeah. 
<laughs> but hey, they have an electric vehicle. Yeah. Um, they've got a bunch of electric concept vehicles. I like the bus, the, the electric Volkswagen Yeah, yeah, bus. that's cool. Um, but on Monday of this week, they issued a press release affirming their commitment to electric vehicle production for the foreseeable future. They are so committed, in fact, that after 83 years, they are officially changing their name from Volkswagen to Volkswagen. You get it? Yeah. Volts, like electricity. This is actually a good idea and shouldn't be a prank. Yeah. Yeah. Oddly, though, the press release announcing this big change was dated April 29th, but released on March 29th on VW's official site. Uh, it was soon deleted, by the way. Uh, but then, uh, then journalists at CNBC, Road and Track, another publication, uh, they reached out to their contacts at VW, who confirmed it but asked to remain anonymous. Okay. Uh, other publications got official comment on the matter, but those comments were no comment, which it isn't yes, but it also isn't no. And if the answer was no, they would just say no, right? I mean, it's still a bit odd, but then on Tuesday, VW put out a new press release officially announcing the name change including this quote from the CEO of Volkswagen of America. We might be changing out our K for a T, but what we aren't changing is this brand's commitment to making best-in-class vehicles for drivers and people everywhere. <laughs> the idea of a people's car is the very fabric of our being. We have said from the beginning of our shift to an electric future that we will build EVs for the millions, not just millionaires. This name change signifies a nod to our past as the people's car and our firm belief that our future is in being the people's electric car. So... Seems pretty legit. Yeah. Um, and again, I, I I think a decent... When I heard it, it hadn't okay. been April Fool's yet, so I was like, so I guess makes sense. I guess they're really doing this. Yeah. Saying that the press release, it's long, it's detailed. Seems like Volkswagen is, in fact, so committed to electric vehicles that they are changing their name. Except, as you've guessed by now, no. This was all bullshit. Ha, April Fool's! But it worked! We got you! <laughs> they should just do what other companies... Like, what was that company that... Uh, I mean, I think they're still around, but they were like, they'd always put out a bunch of fake ideas for oh, April Fool's, but then produce geek? it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a way of testing out if people are going to like the product. Unless. Yeah. <laughs> we would never change our name. Unless. Yeah. Uh, it's like IHOP. <laughs> like, I forgot about IHOP. We're doing burgers now. So. I can't believe IHOP is permanently changing its name to IHOP. Wow. <laughs> uh, but you might wonder how something uh, this entirely earnest and unfunny would be anyone's idea of an April Fool's joke. And, you know, this is a German company, after all. Not known for their humor as much. Mm -hmm. uh, they're not really famous for it. Yeah. Have, let's just put it that way. Yeah. What's especially weird and dumb about this, though, is that Volkswagen is already a brand known for literally lying about <laughs> the environmental impact of their vehicles. So you'd think someone uh, might step in and say, hey, guys, maybe we shouldn't lie about how committed we are to going green. <laughs> we, we did that already. Might look bad. <laughs> uh, yeah, especially when it does seem like they are investing a lot of R&D into electric cars. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. Why go out of your way to indirectly remind people that you've lied about this before? You're a car company. You don't need to do anything on April Fool's Day. You know, it's just good having a laugh. It's just very odd. It also, it kind of seems like VW of America and VW of Germany did not communicate enough on this. No. And, uh, yeah, they botched the release of the press release on, like, March 28th. Also, just not great. Oops. Yeah, well, it's like, uh, it's like if that Burger King Women in the Kitchen ad had run early because it was in England. And then the next day, by the time it ran in New York Times, everyone's like, who? See, like the Burger King thing, if they had done that on April 1st, I think they could have gotten away with it. It was still in very poor taste, but like they would have had a lot more leeway with it if they'd done it as an April Fool's thing. It'd be like, 
You thought I was being sexist, but actually, blah, blah, blah. I hate to tell you this. They got away with it. I haven't heard about Burger King. Like, people are still eating that. I mean, yeah. Like, who cares? It's fucking Burger, it's Burger King. King. Yeah, so it's not like you're like, oh, no, I'm never going to eat a terrible fucking burger again. Yeah, I mean, uh, anyone who was, like, severely, severely offended by... They probably weren't eating there anyway. ...was not eating a burger. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, let's run through the rest of the uh, April Fool's stuff that we saw this year that actually succeeded at the whole uh, joke part. Mm. Unlike Volkswagen. Mm -hmm. Now, first off, G Fuel, a company that makes beverage powders that uh, some consider to be disgusting, including myself, but Shibby loves them. I think they're fine. I don't know. I tried it at a booth at a at a, co a convention a few years back, and I was like, no, no. I mean, if sorry. like if you're chugging Red Bulls, it gets expensive. So you buy a bucket of powder, and, and yeah, it's okay, the cheaper way. But they got all kinds of weird flavors. Anyway, if you love all of G Fuel's flavors and don't find them disgusting, well. They've got just the thing for you. Chili dogs. Mmm, delicious. And not only that, this chili dog flavored beverage is done in official partnership with Sega, and it's branded with Sega's most iconic character, or at least the most iconic meme of their most iconic character. Yep, that's Sanic the Hedgehog. Have you ever gone fast? <laughs> uh, and yeah, apparently this is real. This isn't just uh, a prank. You can order this. Yeah. You can sign up to, for a contest to get it. The last few months, we've seen various food brands release limited edition flavor abominations like the uh, the pink Kraft mac and cheese and the Peeps flavored Pepsi. So I don't know. Sure, whatever. Chili dog flavored G Fuel for whoever wants it. This is gonna be a. This is gonna end up being a hit, and it's gonna be like what the astronauts drink on the way to Mars. It's savory. Mmm. <laughs> it's got that uh, that fifth taste. Yeah, umami. <laughs> That's what the Japanese call umami. By the way, I'm going to uh, marinate my meat in some uh, chili dog G Fuel. <laughs> that might be nice. Uh, someone wrote to me on Instagram that watches the show that got the Kraft Mac and Cheese yeah. dinner. They said it was horrific. Oh, they tried it? Yeah. Terrible. A few people have sent it to me. A few of our fans have gotten it. But the ones that have talked to me, they're yeah. like, I'm not, I'm, I haven't opened it. I'm keeping it around just to like, as oh, a yeah, no, conversation I, starter. I'm not going to eat this shit. They put it in the China cabinet for as, as a conversation yeah. piece. So uh, the, the person who had it, they didn't, they didn't like it? They did not like it. They said it was disgusting. Hmm. Yeah. That's, that's... They sent a picture for proof to that they made it. It's just like, just radioactive red. Like, it doesn't even look pink. Well, thank you for your service. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for trying. But uh, in other April Fool's pranks that in, <laughs> are, in fact, real, uh, Discord announced three new sound packs for its notifications. And uh, let's just go ahead and play some of these sounds for you. Uh, first off, you've got uh, rapper Lil Yachty. Ring. Dog, answer. It's your homies. You're not going to answer? So you just sitting there, you just going to do what you're doing, you're not going to answer this call. You're not going to answer this call right now. You just really, you seriously not going to answer this call. Man, answer the call. Man, answer the call. Answer the call. And then there's Chaos, which lives up to its name by just being a really random and annoying pack of sounds here. Then finally, there's uh, my uncle, which is probably our favorite here. Uh, hello? Knock it off. What a ruckus. Turn it down. I tell you, the Wi-Fi's broken. Huh? Huh? Yeah, I love that one. Yeah, it's, it's unclear how long these sounds will be available for users, but uh, hopefully forever. Also, Discord uh, just released, I hope it's not a prank, their Clubhouse clone. System. Everyone's doing. I I didn't I didn't manage to fit all the clubhouse 
clone news into this script, but like Twitter has it. It's it's hilarious because we I mean we've already seen this with everyone copying Snapchat uh, and introducing Snapchat story features into the other social networks, but yeah. like the same thing is happening with Clubhouse right now, which is especially weird because Clubhouse is by no metric a success. It is at best a fad and like I don't know. It's just very funny that every fucking app that has video or voice functionality is now adding Clubhouse uh, to it. You Twitter's got their, I don't remember, stages, I think. Something like uh, that. But Discord has it. Yeah, Discord has it. Our I, community has it. I, that was, yeah, I was messing around yeah, with it yesterday with Sam. I think LinkedIn is even doing like a, a Clubhouse thing. See, like LinkedIn and Clubhouse, both of those just seem like it's just a breeding ground for, like, MLM people. Yeah. Like, I'm going to tell you how to get rich. Like, it's literally the guy in his fucking garage with his books and his Ferrari. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to spend time with those people. Yeah. I live in Southern California, <laughs> not Northern California. Yeah. Get that shit out of here. Mm-hmm. Anyways, language learning app Duolingo, they announced the Duolingo Roll, which is literally toilet paper, but with common phrases and translations in Spanish, Japanese, Portuguese, and Chinese written on the sheets. To turn your bathroom into a classroom. Also seems, uh, like, kind of racist. <laughs> it's like, I'm wiping my ass with the Chinese one. Oh, come on. Get out of here with that woke shit. Also, <laughs> you're right. Uh, but where were they? Is last- my culture a toilet to you? <laughs> yeah. uh, also, though, where were you last year, Duolingo, when we could have used a company producing extra toilet know. paper? Uh, they, they probably had this one sitting around since last year, and they're like, eh, sore subject. No, no toilet paper. They could have sold jokes. the Chinese toilet paper to all the, well, uh, the really angry Americans. This isn't real. Is the, the, it's not real. It uh-huh. should be. I would buy this. I feel like more toilet paper companies should have fun stuff on the rolls. Well, uh, not to sound like a West Coast uh, hoity-toity liberal, but I have a bidet that washes my ass. Yeah, but you, you still need to dry off. Yeah, you dry. Yeah. All yeah. right. Well, anyway... <laughs> According to a quote from Duolingo's website from a fake scientist, <laughs> quote, the average human spends 14 minutes every day sitting on a toilet, yet our work shows that it only takes five minutes a day to learn a new language. Our learning scientists have systematically engineered a new bottom-up <laughs> approach to language acquisition. Anyway, yeah. Sorry to anyone who actually got excited about this. It is fake. Click, well, clicking on it just takes you to Duolingo. On its surface level, it's wiping your ass with another country's language. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. Good job, Duolingo. I think it's going to work out great. Uh, I'm just predicting what Twitter is, I'm sure, saying already. I've been I, off I Twitter think, for a week. I have no idea what is going on there. I'm just assuming that's what's you, happening. You're overanalyzing this. I, I haven't seen anyone say that. But now you've willed it into existence. <laughs> it's going to be all over the place. Uh, now, what is real, though, is that uh, Fortnite has officially added a new Stonks guy skin based on the popular meme. Everyone playing this game, is old, they're not even old enough to trade stocks legally. Come on. Uh... Yeah, but they like the idea that they could. Yeah. Yeah, I was. Uh, I downloaded Robinhood. Oh, I have so much GME. Does it, come with, <laughs> does it come with a giant, uh, like, a, up and down arrow uh, pitchfork? Uh, Pickaxe? No. Well, he had, like, a little... I don't know. It, it It's weird seeing this meme as, like, a full character, because there's really nothing like that. It's just that. a businessman with a mannequin. Yeah, name. just it's the weird face is what... What's mm-hmm. iconic about it? And it's hard to see that. On uh, here's here's another one. Uh, Looney Tunes, a Looney Tunes mobile game, has also drawn from the meme world uh, by introducing Big Chungus as a playable character, and he looks great. They did a great he job. He does. With I mean, this game looks like a microtransaction hell. Yeah. But, like it is cool that Big Chungus is in it. I wonder how many paywalls you have to get through to get Big Chungus. This does open the door to them allowing Big Chungus into a Super Smash Brothers. So. Yeah. Uh, you know, fingers crossed. I can't wait to see once it o- once everything opens up, the big chungus at Six Flags. 
<laughs> he's yeah. but he's only in like the uh, beer garden section. Yeah, I mean, aside from Space Jam, this is the most anyone's cared about Warner Brothers cartoons in a long time. You do not touch the artist rendition of Big Chungus. Mm -hmm. If anyone makes Big Chungus any different than he appears currently, we're going to have a serious problem. It looks like they've stayed true to the source material, in this game at least. But in other gaming stuff, which is all definitely fake, uh, the big peripherals, uh, the big peripheral brands are always super into April Fools, and this year is no exception. Uh, first off, you have, of course, Razer, like we mentioned earlier. They're one of the first companies to popularize putting customizable RGB lighting in all of their PC accessories. Uh, they announced the Razer Rapunzel Chroma Hair Dye, uh, basically customizable RGB lighting for your hair. Uh, pretty clever, considering how many gamers, especially female gamers, girl gamers, already have brightly colored hair and ninja. Uh, but it loses points in the believability factor because this product is literally not scientifically possible. Yeah, it's like, oh, you you put the dye in and then the, the nanobots. Like, no, shut up. Don't they have, like, hypercolor hair? Uh, like, adding heat to it changes it? Yeah, yeah, that stuff's pretty cool. So you can do that. Yeah. Just depending on how hot it is. But it doesn't glow. That's <laughs> what people want. Okay. Anyways, German peripheral company Rockat, who has a sense of humor, unlike their friends at Volkswagen, because Germans are all friends with each other. Yeah. Uh, Rockat decided to go against the grain with a gaming mouse that, uh, rather than being as heavy as possible, this new mouse literally defies gravity due to it being filled with helium. <laughs> it's the Rockat Burst HE gaming mouse, the world's first ever zero gram gaming mouse. And uh, again, pretty clever, well executed, but. Uh, it does lose points for being absurd beyond any believability. This mouse literally floats on air. <laughs> uh, but at least the promo video and product page seem legit, which cannot be said for Logitech, or rather Dogitech, who unveiled the K923 racing wheel for dogs. Okay. Uh, they do get some points for managing to cram a ridiculous amount of dog puns into a very short video clip, but like this feels like it was thrown together at the last minute. Like uh, a, a race wheel for dogs. Why would... What's the joke? Uh, dog driving? I mean, yeah, dog driving a car is pretty funny, I guess. But uh, <laughs> Dogs, they love driving in a car so I, much that uh, yeah. we made a game peripheral for them. Yeah. Hmm. And it's, it's literally just a normal Logitech racing wheel, but with videos of dogs with their paws on it. Yeah. They could have done more, I think. They, what they should have done is have a peripheral where you're playing a regular racing game, but it's like a fan and a window for the dog to stick its head out. See? See? <laughs> that would have been that would have been more clever. Yeah. If your dog, you know, your dogs love car rides. My dogs are never happier than when they are in the back of my car doing fucking nothing. They yeah. love it. Dogs so. and babies. You put them in the back of a car and drive around. Yeah. That would have been a good idea. There you go. Logitech. Hire this man. <laughs> One day a year. Yeah. Uh, Corsair, for their part, they released a fake April Fool's product that at least a few people seem to actually want. The 5000G Greenhouse Case, a terrarium for growing small plants inside of a Cor Corsair PC case, uh, complete with a hydration system and UV lighting. As they say in their tweet announcement, now your system can actually be a potato. I mean, it's it's cool. Yeah. People have done crazier things with custom PC cases. Yeah, no, like, people in the comments literally posted people who have done this before. People have done, like, aquariums yeah. and stuff, I believe. But you could grow weed in this. It, it, if you're if in you're New York, New York or, or yeah. California or any of the, I don't know, all the other states that have it now, yeah. except for the really weird ones mm. in the South. Yeah. Turtle Beach, on the other hand, they didn't debut a fake new product, but rather a fake cryptocurrency. Like, who needs this? TB Coin. The first crypto to be mined by actual turtles. Shut up. 
While the exchange rate was initially announced as one TB coin to 27,000 Fortnite V-Bucks, boo. Throughout the day, as the turtles proved less and less capable of this task, the value got smaller and smaller until it reached zero when Turtle Beach abandoned the project. Good. Citing turtles, turtles' inability to solve math equations, boo. Yeah, this one's like low effort and stupid and dumb, but I appreciate how low effort it really is. They did nothing. I feel like this one was come up, this one was invented entirely by whoever's running their social media. Just like, ah, shit, we need a prank. We Uh, need to do something. I I can throw something together. Sure. Anyways, honestly, the two best tech world April Fool's pranks came not from tech companies, but from tech YouTubers. Uh, First off, Linus Tech Tips, very popular tech channel, they announced that uh, they're switching platforms from YouTube to OnlyFans. Mm-hmm. And this announcement was delivered by Linus himself, who spent most of the video naked, lying on a couch with just a small towel covering his groin. Brave. And at one point appeared to pull a pixelated pink dildo out of his ass. <laughs> hey, it's Frank. If you ever watched Linus Tech Tapes, I mean, he's a pretty, like, normal guy. So this, Straight, was, this, was, forward, yeah. this was a lot. This was surprising to me. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate that uh, he, he really, really went, went for it. He went for it, yeah. yeah. Uh, meanwhile, the best uh, prank of April Fool's 2021 probably goes to YouTuber Captain's Workspace, who reviewed the NVIDIA RTX 4090, which does not exist. Uh, you'd be forgiven for thinking it was real, though, at least for the first couple of minutes of the video, because this guy crafted a very believable-looking piece of gear, including the circuit boards inside. Now, the only real giveaway is that this graphics card is literally eight times bigger than the RTX 3090 that... Uh, it's visually based on, so it's just absurdly large. It's hilariously large. Yeah. It's got 12 fans. <laughs> Big enough, it would have house uh, a huge terrarium to have this thing housed. Yeah. In. Uh, definitely go watch this video to see the benchmarking test that goes horribly wrong, as well as the reveal of the 4090 Ti at the end, which is four times bigger than even this standard fake 4090. And this guy's entire channel is just a handful of videos all released on April 1st over the last four years, all featuring this insane level of dedication to the bit. So... Definitely and he, and I believe this guy's German. So, and so I take back what I said, actually. The Germans, they're going they to... They can be They're funny. going to take over April Fool's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like this guy, he does it all very straight-faced. It's uh, This is German comedy. is, is uh, spending months creating extremely believable-looking fake products yeah. uh, to, to do a fake video review that you put on YouTube and get maybe like $100 in ad revenue off of. Yeah. So, yeah, well done. I take I take it all back. Volkswagen just sucks. They're the bad Germans. They really need to just change the name. Just embrace it. Yeah. It's great if they're actually going That's to, the way to the pivot wind's blowing. to just doing a lot of Every cars. car company over the last, like, six months has, like, been like, yeah, so five, five years from now, every car we make is going to be electric. And they're getting praised for it. And Volkswagen's like, uh, yeah, we're going to do that, too. Psych. Just kidding. <laughs> okay. Oh, you thought we gave a shit? Fuck you. We're, <laughs> we're putting the diesel golf back on the yeah. lineup. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, moving on now to a company with no April Fool's antics going on, Mm. because they got other fish to fry, Amazon. Yeah. Uh, That is, unless all those creepy pro-Amazon accounts that have been swarming Twitter trying to set the record straight last week were a prank. And uh, (laughs) to be fair, it it does seem like at least a few of them were. Yeah. Uh, To catch you up, over the past week, Amazon appeared to be pulling from their old playbook and sending out an army of shills to claim that working for Amazon was an amazing job. And all those Amazon employees down in Alabama who are trying to unionize right now, they're ignorant and ungrateful. They must be out of their minds. Don't listen to them. Yeah. Um, it was a lot like 
You remember like a couple of years back when all those Amazon Fulfillment Center ambassador accounts showed up on Twitter and creeped everyone out. But uh, these new accounts, they seem to not actually even be real Amazon employees. They featured profile pics that were definitely like AI generated and like uh, they, they just all the red flags. There was like, like this is a bot. Some account. with like glasses that were like disappearing into people's yeah, faces. Yeah, well, it's like you, you can go to a website called like this person does not exist yeah. and literally just refresh the page and get a new person. But there's all these weird. Uh, AI artifacts in it. The one that was very suspicious was there was this purple gorilla named Bonsai Buddy with an Amazon hat on. It was so hey strange. <laughs> Looks like you need some help. Uh, yeah, it turns out at least some of these accounts, particularly one named Darla, was actually the work of a comedian who wanted to parody the type of propaganda astroturfing that Amazon already actually does. Which makes it kind of a bad parody, but hey, that's mostly Amazon's fault. Yeah, it would be good parody if Amazon wasn't already like a if it wasn't uh, so believable, crushingly like evil company. Yeah, they did this, but it wasn't a joke, so yeah. it's hard to tell the difference. But the tweets we talked about last week from official Amazon accounts, like at Amazon News, which aggressively responded to and quote tweeted politicians like Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren, were real. Uh, they were so aggressive, though, that at least one of Amazon's own security engineers filed a support ticket looking into what they described as suspicious activity on the Amazon News Twitter account. Yeah, so uh, from that ticket, over the past two days, there have been two threads by Amazon News in response to comments made by U.S. government officials that have received considerable attention. The tweets in question do not match the usual content posted by this account and doesn't seem to match the quality, careful wording and doesn't report the same source label. The, the offending tweets all report Twitter web app instead of Sprinkler. The support ticket also says, quote, these tweets are unnecessarily antagonistic, risking Amazon's brand, and may be a result of unauthorized access by someone with access to the account's credentials. Uh, they, and the ticket also links to multiple mainstream news articles that are <laughs> yeah. like, highly critical of what these uh, Who is shit posting on our account? Guys, I think we might have been hacked. So basically, Amazon's PR during this unionization push in Alabama has been so bad that Amazon IT employees thought it might be hackers trying to make Amazon look bad. Yikes. Uh, whose idea was this? Well, Jeff Bezos himself, apparently, at least according to Recode, quote, Recode has learned that Amazon CEO Jeff Bezos expressed dissatisfaction in recent weeks that company officials weren't more aggressive in how they pushed back against criticisms of the company that he and other leaders deemed inaccurate or misleading. What followed was a series of snarky and aggressive tweets that ended up fueling their own media cycles. So he just has like a lever where he can just turn up the heat. Yeah. So this, this isn't he retiring as CEO anyway? Not yet. I don't know when that. And like he never will. He'll still be chairman. And, and we have uh, to crush the union effort first before but I leave. This does reveal to me that like, you know, Elon Musk is the most like transparent about being like, uh, just really spiteful, like, crazy person. Yeah, it's his bit. And like Jeff Bezos, I mean awful person, but the, you, you you can give him credit for, like, staying the hell off social media and, like, keeping his mouth shut, but, like, this reveals that, like, he's spiteful. He's just as spiteful as the rest of them. Yeah. Um, he's like, I'm not going to tweet from my own account because he's smart enough to realize how bad that would look. He's just making, he's making his uh, PR team do the work instead. I don't... You know? CEOs are psychopaths. I don't understand any of their... Time. I mean, there is research suggesting that the uh, prevalence of yeah. Psychopathy among CEOs is like significantly higher than the general population. It's nuts. They do they, have the traits to succeed. That's what drives costs. me the most nuts about Elon Musk. And it's what frustrates me so much. It's just like you could be just a, so much happier of a person just ignoring yeah. everything. There's no reason for you to even have a Twitter account. Yeah. Get off. Or at least run your own. 
You could be having the best life. What are you doing? Anyways, back to Amazon. Uh, That union vote in Alabama, it already happened on Monday, uh, but the votes are still being counted in a very careful official process that's being overseen by Amazon, the RWDSU union, and the National Labor Relations Board. Um, And it's it's only like 10,000 employees, but, uh, you know, they want to get it right. And, uh, uh, you know, Getting it right, you can't do Very that important. overnight, as we as we've learned. <laughs> yeah, um, but uh, yeah, the various reasons supporting unionization continue to grow even after the vote. Uh, Amazon is now facing a lawsuit from a former warehouse employee over allegations that workers at that warehouse were not given full breaks for meals and rest during shifts, and also failed to pay workers the full wages they were owed. Uh, the plaintiff in that case is trying to get the case certified as a class action, so that should be real interesting uh, to see where where this goes. Um, I mean, the way it's laid out in the case, it's like, yeah, this, these are pretty clear labor violations. Like they would make the entire warehouse go on lunch at the same time. And, uh, so there'd be lines to punch in and punch out. So, yeah, you know, you have to use the bathroom. Yeah. You have a half hour break, but you really have like, when you add up all the amount of time you spend waiting to clock in and clock out and like, uh, you know, all that, you really don't have that it much. It seems like with the amount of data they have access to, they could figure out some sort of algorithm that would uh, be very efficient for giving people breaks. Yeah. To where you, people are not, like, literally, if they wanted to do it this way, not wasting time by clocking in and out yeah, and no, it, waiting it, for bathrooms and food and... Yeah, you would, I mean, yeah. With, you would think with how efficient their AI shit and... Yeah, they... Another funny thing in that same vein is uh, the... The, the warehouse in Alabama where the union vote's happening, uh, all of a sudden they had time to give workers uh, a lot more breaks over the past two weeks, but it was breaks like if you come to this conference room and watch, uh, watch a presentation and why unionization is bad. It's like, oh, all of a sudden uh, we don't need to hit our quotas. All of a sudden it's totally fine if all the workers take, uh, you know, half hour here or there to go watch your stupid fucking slideshow. Hmm. Oh, unions are bad, and we can get a timeshare in Baton Rouge. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Sign me up. Uh, we've got more news for you coming up, but first, a word, a word from this week's sponsors, starting with Stitch Fix. Hey, you're ready to get back outside. Your closet, though, it says otherwise. Mm-mm. It's taken a year off, and you need to refill that closet. Yeah. Get some much-needed style updates with the help of Stitch Fix. Stitch Fix offers clothing hand-selected by expert stylists for your unique size, style, and budget. Every piece is chosen for your fit and your life, and it's the easy solution to finding what makes you look and feel your best. You can try on pieces at home before you buy, you keep your favorites, and you send back the rest. Stitch Fix has free shippings, easy returns and exchanges, and a prepaid return envelope is included. There's no subscription required. Try Stitch Fix once or set up automatic deliveries. You'll pay just a $20 styling fee for each box, which gets credited towards pieces you keep. And there's no hidden fees ever. Stitch Fix has styles and clothing to fit any occasion for women, men, and kids. They ship all over the U.S. and the U.K. as well. Get started today at stitchfix.com newsday, and you'll get 25% off when you keep everything in your fix. That is stitchfix.com newsday for 25% off when you keep everything in your fix. stitchfix.com newsday. This episode is also sponsored by Gabby. When it comes to car and home insurance, don't we deserve better? Put your policy to the test and check out Gabby. It literally stands for Get a Better Insurance. G-A-B-I. Getting better insurance with Gabby means a better price for the same insurance coverage. Uh, Who knew that something like this existed? Well, you did because they sponsor this show. They are the one true comparison platform with real rates. They give you an apples to apples comparison of your current coverage with 40 of the top insurance providers like Progressive, Nationwide, and Travelers. All in one place. 
Use your current insurance information to get started, and in just minutes, you'll be able to see quotes for the exact same coverage that you currently have, and it's free to use. That's what I did. The, the entire process took just a few minutes. Uh, I've been with AAA for my entire life, and I was definitely curious about what else is out there. And with Gabby, all I had to do was log in with my AAA user info, and I was able to see over a dozen other options. Luckily for me, my uh, third-generation legacy account with AAA actually was the best option for me, but at least I have peace of mind now. Mm -hmm. There's a good chance you might not be so lucky. The average customer for Gabby saves $961 per year. That could be you. Yeah, and good news. Gabby will never sell your info, so no annoying spam or robocalls. Put your policy to the test like Elliot did. Get better insurance with Gabby. It's totally free to check, and there's no obligation. Go to Gabby.com slash Today Daily. That is G-A-B-I dot com slash Today Daily. Gabby.com slash Today Daily. All right, back to the news now. Let's check in on our old friend, COVID-19. That old thing? And uh, it looks like new cases are trending back up again. Mm. We were doing so good, guys. What happened? I mean, the, the upward trend is only slight yes. compared to the massive infection rate that we saw around the holidays. Yeah. But still, new cases in the U.S. are about what they were in July and August. Two months that at the time seemed pretty bad and honestly were bad. We just we've seen so much worse since then. So by comparison, it seems like no big deal. Yes. But those were bad months mm -hmm. and it looks like we're heading into another bad month, possibly. So with 15 percent of the U.S. population now fully vaccinated, how could the line even be trending up? Well, oh yeah, it's because pretty much everyone, every state decided to just dance at the five-yard line and reopen everything last month. Nobody fucking gives a shit anymore. And also, uh, the, the virus that's spreading around right now isn't really the same virus as the one last year. It's COVID-19 variants that are more contagious. So that's why. Yeah, it's very easy to be like, well, we'll all get vaccinated, and then whoever isn't vaccinated can go fuck off. They have the option. But the problem is, is that because people aren't getting vaccinated and this virus continues to spread, it's going to continue to mutate yeah. and get fucking worse. And it might mutate into something that the vaccines can't prevent, which yeah. luckily so far, it seems like the vaccines are protected against some yeah, of the variants. To, but... uh, yeah. And like they're protective against all the variants to varying degrees. Yeah. But yeah, we, we want to keep this going as quick as possible. Like people just fucking shut up. Get the god like get just get the fucking vaccine if you can, if you can, which in a lot of states should be pretty yeah. soon. Yeah. CDC director Dr. Rochelle Walensky said in a press conference this week that we're headed towards impending doom if we continue on the current trajectory, and begged Americans to just hold on a little longer. <laughs> please, please. But in general, that's probably just not going to happen. People have had enough. I mean, it's been over a fucking year. America isn't coming around on this. No. This is, we're not going to start giving a shit Yeah, now. no, This country is not going to like do no. a heel turn now and be like, yeah, no. well, I guess we should all just take this. Luckily, Joe Biden has ordered all states and territories to open up their vaccine eligibility to all adults by May 1st. And a lot of states are doing that even sooner or already have. Alaska and a couple of others have yeah. just opened Arizona. it up. California opens it up on the 15th. So if you can get the vaccine, get it. Because we're we're just we're so close, we need what seventy five percent to get herd immunity, and it's yeah. like so that's like two hundred and fifty million people. I try. Look, every time I'm on the phone with my parents, I I ask them, please, please just get it, please. I can only do so much. To call your just parents and shot. just come on, just just bully them. I don't want anything for my birthday this year except you getting vaccinated, mom and dad. Yeah, so 
I mean, take them if, if you have to. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, speaking of vaccines, uh, new research, good news here, new research indicates that the Pfizer vaccine is very effective in teenagers and is also very effective against the South African COVID strain. That's the scary one. Yeah. That's the one that epidemiologists are staying up at night worrying about. Mm-hmm. Um, the Moderna vaccine, not so much. Doesn't really work so well with that South yeah. African one. But Moderna says they are working on a new vaccine specifically targeted at that, at that variant. Yeah. Uh, hopefully enough herd immunity can be achieved before that kind of thing is really necessary. Well. But uh, at least they're planning ahead for the worst possible outcome. That's... That's yeah, nice. A little booster. For if the, everything yeah, goes everything. completely tits up, Moderna is going to be like, hey, we were working on it. I have faith in the fact that, you know, the vaccines that they developed, if they need to alter for variants, it should be easier than developing a vaccine from scratch like they had to do last year. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, there's, uh, of course, a third vaccine out now in the, the United States. That's the Johnson & Johnson, no more tears vaccine. I call it the Johnson's vaccine. Yeah. Why do we need to say Johnson's The big twice? Johnson vaccine. Yeah. <laughs> Double Johnson. Uh, so far, it's last to the party, and it's, it's a lot less effective than the other two. But hey, it's only one dose instead of two, and it does provide good protection. Uh, adding insult to injury, though, a uh, manufacturing facility making the Johnson & Johnson vaccine apparently fucked up, and they fucked up bad. They mixed up the wrong ingredients. Oops. <laughs> oh... Butterfingers. Oh, jeez. Did I do that? I'm all thumbs. <laughs> uh, but it's okay. It's only 15 yeah, million doses. 15, like, how were they just... Was it one guy standing at the top of just, like, a giant trough, like, mixing it? Like, how do you fuck up 15 million doses? Yeah, just a guy. It's a giant thing that he's just pouring little beakers into. Oh, j- oh no. And he's like, backs up. Boop. <laughs> Boop. And then it's just like... Not right. Sitting right there, just right at the yeah, edge. Do not in. add to vaccine. <laughs> yeah, just skull and crossbones. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, 15 million, though. That's that's a lot of doses. Uh, we shouldn't be laughing at it, but it's the only thing we can do to cope. Uh, this mishap, though, it apparently uh, has caused a delay in all future shipments. Um, but, I mean, look, they're doing like 100 million doses in like a month or two or something like that. Yeah. So it's like, all things considered, it is small. It's, it, I'm just glad this happened once there was two other vaccines, yeah, like yeah, yeah. if this had if if this had been the only vaccine or the first vaccine, this would be so disheartening. Yeah. Okay, guys, vaccines coming out any day now. Oh fuck. Okay, well, gonna have to wait a little longer. We've made a little oopsie. Uh, Fifteen million doses are tainted. We can't give them to you. Get vaccinated as soon as you possibly can. If you're in California or a state that's opening it up on the fifteenth, just schedule it for like the sixteenth or seventeenth. Yeah. Yeah. L- but- it's going to be, uh, there's going to be a lot going on. So just make sure you're on top of it. Anyway, moving on to more uh, Joe Biden news. And actually good news. You know, this week he unveiled his administration's plans for the U.S. infrastructure. And we got to say, we dog on this guy a lot. He was not our first choice, nor our second, nor our third. Uh, but there's actually some good stuff here. Yeah. Um, on the internet side of things, the plan is to expand broadband internet infrastructure to cover the entire country so that everyone has access to it. This is a big problem for rural communities and uh, Indian Tribal lands and stuff like that, just their internet fucking sucks. So this plan would cover the entire country. And it would also seem to involve support for local municipal broadband, including overturning state laws that restrict it. Because a bunch of states literally made it illegal for uh, cities and towns to make their own broadband companies. Mm, I don't think so. So, uh, I mean... That's great. Yeah. And it also, it'll make all the terrible ISPs really, really mad, which is extra Good. great. Yeah, that's great. Good. Biden's infrastructure plan also includes a pretty major expansion of the U.S.'s uh, pathetic 
Amtrak rail map, with the biggest change for us SoCal residents being a new line between LA and Las Vegas. Something that I feel like has been on the planning board for before I was in a lot. Well, the the California high speed rail plan that was a San Fran to, but that one also had a, a Vegas line. But like, it's never going to happen. There's too much. Uh, California's NIMBY laws are way too strong. Like, mm. none of the towns where you would build a high speed rail line in California will ever allow it to happen because those towns only exist as pit stops for mm. driving long distances. Like, it, fucking Barstow was never going to allow. They'll have a train, train station in Bar. Well, I guess who's getting on? If you're already in Barstow, no. you might as well drive. Barstow had a train station. Now it's a McDonald's. And it's they're keeping it that way. What's the what's the one with the big thermometer? It's not Baker. Barstow. Baker. There you go. Yeah. Uh, yeah, obviously high-speed rail would be way better. Uh, but the U.S. barely even has a functional low-speed rail system at this point. So there's decades of catching up it's to do. It's fucked up. Japan has had high-speed rail for over 50 years. It works great. Yeah. It's worked. It's, it's on time. It's fast. They got reliable. They had a fucking nu- two nuclear bombs dropped on them, and they were still able to make the world's first high-speed rail system. It was great. We have no excuses. Let's say it's taken like just decades to extend the subway here in, in Los Angeles. You can't even get on the subway at LAX. Pathetic. Yeah, you gotta uh, take a bus. The plan also includes heavy investment in offshore wind, uh, another industry that the U.S. is way behind in compared to other countries. Uh, and there's other great stuff like cleaning up old mines, getting the lead out of tainted water supplies, and establishing a network of electric vehicle charging stations. Also great for companies who are developing more electric cars. Uh, there's going to be a lot more tax subsidies for buying an electric car. Yeah. Uh, which is great. Yeah. And that they're as technology evolves, more self-driving, which is going to be safer. Hopefully lower those insurance rates. I don't know. I keep seeing videos of Teslas like doing terrifying shit on the road while in full self-driving. I'm like, I'm never going to fucking do this. It's a beta. Anyway, there's a bunch in this infrastructure plan. Uh, Most of it is refreshingly great. Mm -hmm. And uh, much like with FDR's New Deal, this is going to be extremely expensive, but also create a fuck ton of jobs. Lots and lots of jobby jobs. Uh, Of course, a lot can happen in the next few years to stop any of this from actually happening. So don't get too excited, but this is good stuff. It's, uh, I like when our politicians actually think about possibly making things better instead of just being like, well, well I like it do? because it's like, oh, yeah, wow, well, oh, trillions of dollars, but it's like, it's on infrastructure. It's also, money isn't real. Yeah, that, well, <laughs> aside from that, I mean, if you want to make that argument, you can. Modern but like, monetary theory. But meanwhile, the, the military has yeah. been getting trillions forever. Yeah. And it's like, I'd much rather have it going to repairing bridges and creating new railways what, you and don't expanding want, broadband. You don't want like 10 fucking F-35s uh, instead of uh, a oh, na- national high-speed rail network no, I, that will last forever? I'd rather drive on a bridge that hasn't been repaired for 60 years. And just, you know what? It's fun. It's I like taking risks. It's cool. Like my neighborhood involved a lot of, uh, I live in a hilly part of Los Angeles and involved a lot of like, well, la dida. Well, involved a lot of like dynamiting hills to make flat land and putting up uh, like retention walls and stuff. And you walk past them, they all have like plaques on them saying like this was made as part of the Works Progress Administration in the year like 1939 or whatever yeah. under FDR. And it's like, that's cool. Like my neighborhood would not exist without the New Deal. And a lot of people got fucking jobs out of that during a period of economic depression. Like this shit fucking works. It's good. Green jobs are jobs. You got to spend money to make money, America. And it's time to start spending it right. Yeah. So this is all great. Love to hear it. Now, if only Pete Buttigieg can make sure it gets through and and gets everything done. That was cool. But you know what would be really cool? How about you do healthcare now? Socialized medicine. 
That'd be great. Come on, Joe. Let's see it. How are we going to pay for it? As it says, the people who are paying $500 a month <laughs> yeah. for like a $5,000 deductible. Yeah. How? How does every other country in the world do it? Anyway. Must be a mystery. Get me like five more F-35s. I need those jets to go do absolutely fucking nothing. You know what's cool? Driving on a bridge that won't fall down. You know what's really cool? Risking it while an F-35 flies <laughs> sideways. Look at that. <laughs> sideways over the bridge. Yeah. You know, they're not completely useless. We'll have them fly over some fucking NFL games and shit. And people yeah, people love it. Clap. It's loud. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, that's our show for today. Uh, hey, what are you doing on Saturday night? Well, we know what you're doing. You're going to be here watching a real movie being screened on our channel. Yeah. It's the Feels Good Man documentary. We're going to have some guests. This is not a watch along. This is a, a watch on our channel. It's yes. literally going to be on screen. You don't have to do anything except come to our channel Saturday night. 6 p.m. Pacific? Yeah, and we're going to try to not talk over it. But if something jumped out, we'll like, hey, that's Yeah, and there's going to be cool. a Q&A afterwards. Yeah, we're going to have some guests with, and uh, the filmmakers. Look, it's going to be fun. There's a link in the description so you can uh, feel good, the remind. Man. Documentary about Pepe the Frog. But uh, in, in the meantime, watch our other videos over here. Yeah. Check both of those out, and we'll see you very soon. Bye-bye.